Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up. On today's episode, we have Michael Gentile. Michael Gentile is an East Coast actor, founder of MG Frocks, and co-founder of Bedford Falls Film Festival. He is now also involved in a digital publication called The Art is Alive magazine. Michael is a gentleman who prides himself in seeing the humor within any heavy world issue and wants to pass on that philosophy across the country via his various frocks of fashion. Having spent years entertaining audiences in both small and sizable arenas, he thought it was time to display a small dose of his personal hijinks by way of wardrobe. He is a working actor with a few projects being released before the end of this year. But most importantly, he is a son, a brother, an uncle, and a friend to many. He has an incredible sense of humor. Why not dress as impressively? He's clever, and he is definitely creative. So I present to you old Michael Gentile. Hello, Michael. Hello, T. Happy to be here. Yes, I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you very much. You are so welcome. So let's get into this interview. So, of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. Michael, what is your definition of purpose? Oh, boy. Uh, well, you know, uh, I think when you're a kid, you have certain inclinations, and it hits you. Uh, if you're lucky, you have that dream right from the start. But you know when it hits you. Uh, sometimes you're just making a living. But when you really are ideally combining the two, and then you know what you're on this earth to do, then you know that you have found your purpose. Uh, so maybe it's more of a feeling than a definition, but you know when you've got it. And when you're in uh, like minds, and uh, you really are accomplishing your life's work. Yes, that is true. It's definitely not a definition. It definitely is a feeling, like you said. Like, you'll just know. It's like that inkling and, and that sensation you have in your gut. You know, like I always tell people, follow your gut. Because sometimes when you don't follow your gut, other things happen, of course, that you don't want to happen. But mm -hmm. it's all about feeling and having that intuition. You have to be one with yourself to even understand what your purpose is in life. Yes. And if you have a lot of friends and family telling you not to do it, chances are you found it. Right, right, absolutely, <laughs> yep. When they say don't do it, you do it, right? Right, right. Well, if you can't, you know, if you, do you need to do it or uh, do you just uh, want to do it? You know, if you have to do it, then absolutely, definitely, sign. Yes. So, Mike, what is one word you would use to describe yourself and why? Uh, let's see. Um, may, if I can hyphenate and meld two words into one, I will uh, call myself a, a sociable introvert. I'm uh and, and well, let's see. It's the 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 curiosity is so many actors are somewhat introverted yet extroverted at the same time. It's it's a little bipolar, but uh, yeah, I, I I'm extremely sociable, but also uh, you know, you have to have that time where you need to be alone, you need to think, you need to plot, mm -hmm. you know. So yeah, I'm uh I'm uh, um, I definitely have a reserved side where I you know. I'm, that's where I really like to let the imagination run wild and uh, whether it's figuring out a character or reading mm -hmm. a great novel or a business idea, you know, I think alone time right. is very essential to, to put the pieces together of what it is you're trying to do. Yeah, that's me too. Somebody asked me the other day, it was like, 
are you an introvert mm-hmm. or an extrovert? And I was like, I'm both. <laughs> I'm both. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, yes, I'm well, like exactly what you said. I'm sociable, but I still like that time to myself so I can, you know, think and be creative. So, yeah, I'm both as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you're always around other people, then at the end of the day or the night, you know everybody's opinion about what you're doing except your own. So right. uh, you got to piece it together. Because at the end of the day, it's only you or I, you know, alone. you got to pull the trigger by yourself, make the decision. And all by yourself, you did. You're that one person that has to make that decision on what you want to do, whether you're going to take the leap or you're not going to take the leap. You people have to understand it doesn't. You can always get other people's opinions, but at the end of the day, your decision is the one that matters. Mm-hmm. What is the saying? Uh, success has many fathers, but failure is an orphan. Mm, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. So, can you tell our listeners how you basically got into what you're doing today? And then also tell them about Bed for Fall Film Festival. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Well, the acting thing, one thing great about it is you're always meeting uh, a number of different people. And um, uh, so uh, a comedy I was in um, a couple of years back uh, was at uh, the Art is Alive Film Festival, founded by uh, Cynthia Mish. And um, uh, I went up winning Best Actor that year. Wow. And uh, I got to know, uh, got to know Cindy and... Uh, you know, just like, uh, you know, like we what turned out to be very like minded. And uh, she's a fantastic lady with uh, just a lot of verve and drive. Uh, she is really just a, a natural entrepreneur herself. Mm-hmm. And um, amongst other things, you know, whether it's uh, um, uh, movies, plays, you know, all the, the, the artsy stuff. I just one day mentioned the little concept for a T-shirt. And then mm-hmm. she you know, I'm a plotter though, but she she's more uh, you know just take the leap, and she says, "Well, let's do it. Let's let's form a T-shirt company." <laughs> I said, "When? Right? Uh, how, how about well?" We're, she says, "We already have." <laughs> so, so let's uh, let's get wow. this together. So I says, "All right, let's go do it." You know. So we uh, just from there started uh, formulating ideas and concepts and uh, where we're going to go from here. And it, it really did just originate with just a little bit of a snarky idea of mine. And uh, mm-hmm. and here and here we are. And uh, it started off uh, political. Um, I thought everybody's been a little too hot headed, so I came up with a kind of an interpretive political shirt where people look at it and they're not even sure what the vantage point is. You know, uh, it, so it invites a conversation about you know what is it that it means, what, you know, like a painting. Right. And um, uh, I just thought that would be a great way for people to kind of just you know talk to each other instead of uh, you know giving the finger to one another because they don't like their beliefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but, uh, uh, and then um, before you know it, uh, Cindy came up with a contact for um, uh, an event called Kids Fashion Week over in D.C. And she mm-hmm. says, well, we need a kids line. I said, we don't have a kids oh, line. Wow. And I, she says, well, it's the events in a couple of weeks. Uh, I think I like like 10 days, two weeks or something. I said, we don't have oh, a kids line. Well, we have to get one. So I says, well, all right, I'll figure it out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then I came up with that, what I call the triple threat line, okay. you know, uh, in the acting world, if you're a triple threat, you're a singer, actor, and a dancer. So I thought, mm-hmm. why not have shirts with um, one boy version, one girl version, where the kid is doing one of those art forms, and the background, you have some of the great, you know, whether it's Pavarotti or David Bowie or you know, Jay-Z or whoever, uh, Gene what? Kelly, uh, watching them approvingly as the kid form. So that just, you know... Um, that's sort of a, you know, a, a, a writers say without a deadline, you don't have anything. But I think that applies to all creative uh, creative efforts. Uh, if you have a deadline, yeah. then the imagination makes it happen. Yep, I agree. I definitely so, agree uh, with that. 
Yes, exactly. So that was a very nice turnaround because then I said, that we're, you know, and we're actually more focused on the uh, uh, inspirational side of things now than than the original snarky side. So that's you know right. a nicer message. Wow, that's amazing. That is awesome. So what's going on with this Bedford Falls Film Festival? Uh, Bedford Falls again. That was another just uh, um, just an idea of. Um, you know, there's all sorts of film festivals. Um, you can't shake a stick uh, uh, without uh, in any uh, sizable town in America without hitting one. But uh, I don't think there really is a dedicated, definitely not in, in New York or in the area, there's not a dedicated black and white film festival. And I mm-hmm. said, well, there is, there's a need here. And um, uh, the purpose, you know, you've got Tia Turner Classic Movies, um, where my mother lives, she's elderly. They have that running all day long, you know. <laughs> all the folks right. there love the movies they grew up with. But the point is is not just classic movies, which I grew up on and I absolutely love myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're large, largely responsible for my getting into the arts to begin with. But um, to show that black and white cinema is very much vibrant and alive, if under somewhat underutilized nowadays. And mm. um, that turned out to be very, uh, you know, for a small uh, uh, first year festival, uh, we had everything from uh, new short films, uh, uh, mystery comedy. We had uh, a couple of music videos, all sorts of medium using this great art form. And as they say to people, they say, uh, you know, some of the, they'll say, well, why would you want to restrict it to just black and white? And I say, if you ever see pictures of your grandparents, you know, that wonderful mm-hmm. portrait that all grandparents have, um, you know, right. they're at their youthful best, it's always shot in beautiful black and white. And, uh, you know, that's your representative shot for the rest of your life, basically. You will never look that good again. It's this great lighting, great photography, usually. And um, it's the look of it. It's just such a classic look. Um, right. I, I just think that some things, you know, like it's a wonderful life. Um, could you imagine that in color? No, some things just right. look better in black and white. I mean, could you imagine uh, on, on the modern side, could you imagine Schindler's, Schindler's List in, in color? You know? Right. Yeah, that's true. That is it has true. Such a, things, it has such, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm saying some, some things are just meant to be in that format. You know, mm-hmm. it, it tells a different story when it's in that format versus in all color. Exactly. In a nutshell. And, uh, yeah, I am, I just get very excited when you see, uh, the medium. Uh, Willem Dafoe has a new movie just out, um, I think last week called The Lighthouse, which I can't wait to see. That's a uh, 19th century, uh, you know, isolated, uh, seacoast, uh, Nova Scotia, I believe. And uh, that's all in, in beautiful black and white. I can't wait for that one. Wow. This sounds like it's going to be a good one. And Nova Scotia, oh, yeah, it's going to be good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's definitely going to be good. Yes, exactly. So, you know, as children, even as an adult, we had role models and mentors. So can you tell our listeners who was your role model or mentor growing up? And then who did it, who did it transcend to as you got older? I'll tell you, um, growing up, um, my father married late in life, later in life. So all my, my relatives on that side of the family were all like more like uh, World War II era people. So mm-hmm. all my uncles were all... Uh, veterans, a lot of them, you know, really been in the thick of it. And um, I just, uh, they were very quiet, reserved gentleman type. Um, You know, uh, they just, they knew how uh, uh, to kind of embrace the peace now that they had it in their lives. And I just always really just respected them that they, they faced the music when they had to, and they, they, they just lived, uh, um, they lived life well after the fact. Um, And uh, 
so it's kind of a collective. I just like the um, the you know um, I just like the humanity of that. So that's where collectively just really affected me a lot. You know, and wow. to this day I'm I'm uh, I'm on the reserve for uh, you know for a loudmouth actor type. I'm I'm pretty reserved myself. Right. Wow. Oh, that's good. Those those were some interesting years. Those were some mm-hmm. interesting years. I have, uh, um, well, my great-grandfather, he had passed away some years ago, but, you know, he was in that era as well. And um, a lot of his siblings that were still alive were in that age bracket, but they weren't, like, too young, but they weren't super old. So, and he was, like, still a role model as well. And then, like, a collaborative of a lot of other relatives or things of that sort. Like, you know, you look up to, and it's so sad because now, like, sometimes we don't have, those um those elder relatives to look up to because they probably passed on but you have had some point of contact with them at some point you know in your life and you were able to take something that you know they might have dropped some knowledge on you or that you looked up to them for whatever reason and now we have other people that we look up to like you know you have some people who may look up to um social influencers or you know you might go back to teachers when you were young or you know, professors from when you went to college and so on and so on. So it's just, mm-hmm. uh, it's just a, a, a really big, what's the word I want to use? Just a big variety of people that you can look up to nowadays. Yes, yes, it's, it's something that's changed. And, 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 and you know, uh, we, we, we Americans have a, a collectively, we have a short uh, memory. Uh, but I, I just, as a history buff, I, I just think it's important to, uh, you know, while embracing the new, not to forget the old, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Absolutely. The, the past. Uh, you know, I read, uh, Absolutely. Just, just finished a book, uh, uh, Jack Lemon's bio, you know, things like that, or mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll grab Napoleon Hill and just leaf through that again. Um, you know, just, just the, again, you know, the classics, just, uh, keep them on the shelf and keep them at hand, uh. So you can just break break open the spine and uh, you know refresh yourself a bit. Yes, absolutely. Can't forget where you came from. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, and you know this this the fascinating thing. Just uh, especially nowadays that you know for some people things are pretty tough out there. And uh, mm-hmm. you know the perspective of having just a whole uh, a whole half of the family that where they all grew up during in the you know during the Great Depression. It was mm-hmm. real absolutely. real want wants and need. So, uh, you know, it's a real education. And uh, I have one I have one aunt left who's uh, going to be turning 100 in January. Wow. Uh, so it's uh, better be a tasty cake I bring her. Uh, but, uh, wow. <laughs> I can't help okay. think to myself, even though she was a tough lady, you know, and uh, the kid, you know, it's not always easy. Uh, you know, it wasn't always easy because uh, <laughs> they're they're tough people, yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, but on. But on hindsight, you know, I think a lot of us, myself included, we'd be better off if we, we emulated them a little more, just a little more thrifty, mm-hmm. a little more, uh, let's just make, make do with, with, with less and save, save those nickels, you know? Yes, yes. I say it to my great, because my great grandmother is still alive. She's 96. And I say to her all the time, like, oh my God, you've seen so much. You know, like you've seen mm-hmm. so much. And I can say I've seen a lot in my 30 plus years. But I'm like, you're 90 plus. So you've definitely seen a lot. Like, so I definitely admire her. And some days I just sit down with her and we just talk about history, like the things that she's encountered as a child and how she had to take care of her other siblings and, you know, all her siblings. It was funny because I had a discussion with my uncle the other day and he was telling me that um, none of my great grandmother's siblings made it over the age of 55. Oh, boy. And when she reached that age, they were kind of almost like preparing for her to pass. But little did we know she was going to, you know, survive 40 more years and still here today. So it's like you just never know 
how, you know, how life is going to play in your part. Mm. Yes, exactly. And uh, just be ready for the long haul, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, people like to burn the candle on both ends, and uh, you just don't know, you know. <laughs> be, be ready for the right. voyage. Yes. So what do you feel was your biggest challenge to get where you are today, and how did you overcome that? Well, you know, um, uh, life, um, uh, regular life. Um, uh, a lot of um, there was um, certain family members who were ill and, and things like that. So, uh, you know, when you have to become a caretaker, um, um, it, it, it's hard to be juggling so many different things, you know, um, things like uh, like acting. You think it's almost the last thing you should be involved with when you're, uh, you know, running around like a headless chicken, but um, that's when uh, art kind of saves you and keeps you sane, you know, when you're just mm. um, losing yourself and you're just worrying about everybody but yourself, but um, it, it's indispensable to have that to fall back on, and um, eventually, you know, the, the tides calm, and uh, then you get back uh, back into uh, back, you know, back into your calling and um, your, your life's work, and um that's when things like the uh, the shirt line or um, or the film festival started uh, right. started brewing up. Um, in life, that's you know, one of, I think one of the great lessons is you know, despair is uh, very palpable, but um, life can change with the right influence and, and a little little uh, little fortune, a little change of fortune. Uh, life can change fairly quickly if you're ready to receive it. Right. And uh, yeah, win, winning a nice uh, a nice acting trophy. Uh, uh, um, from the Art of the Live Festival, that that came just at the right time. I, that that was a nice boost, and that just fed uh, just a lot of uh, this this just life force, you know, uh, this uh, energy, imagination, and uh, it just spirals into many other things. Uh, you know, a little little healing, and um, it just makes you a, a function and uh, and, and yeah. become pr- pr- productive again. Yes, absolutely, it does. It does. It definitely does. So, with on the lines of that. What is your meaning of success, and what would you consider to be your current biggest success? And it could be personal or business related. Well, uh, I think uh, it's certainly not a dollar amount. Um, I've always said that, uh, of course, it means I'm not going to win. But if I ever won the lottery, I, I, I would be one of those people. I would know how to handle it. I would. Uh, <laughs> I, I, te- I tease people like I wouldn't even say goodbye. I would just disappear and. <laughs> yeah, disappear. Mm-hmm. But no, it would be you know just um, uh, financial success. Uh, uh, you know, uh, the problem is um, it seems like the wealthy uh, have um, a whole slew of new problems, um, um, whether they bring it on themselves or not. Uh, but I tell you, just uh, you know, day in and day out, it would be nice uh, to have absolutely no worries in that department mm-hmm. to be able to uh, dole out to uh, to the worthy and to people you care about. And um, I, I, I would generally enjoy having that kind of disposable income to just, uh, uh, to share, you know, share it, um, and, right. you know, and not be a pauper myself. <laughs> I'm not going for the whole, the full, the full Jesus effect, but, uh, I would definitely, definitely find that to be a, a successful way to live, um, uh, one step at a time. And, uh, artistically, well, I had, I had a, a premiere where, uh, my, uh, trailer with uh, my mug was up there on the big lights in Times Square. So that was nice. Um, okay. that was awfully nice. <laughs> um, uh, I could go another one of those, uh, soon. Uh, so we'll, we'll, I'm producing a couple of projects right now. So, uh, That's we will, awesome. uh, thank you. Thank you. You know, it's, it's like in business. They'll think just keep on keeping on and, uh, right. You know, your failures rack up, um, you know, whether the ratio is 20 failures to one success or 100 to one, whatever it may be. But just, 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 I'm sure, you know, just keep saddling up and uh, 
you know, um, um, you're, you're done. You're with your pitch, with your meeting, you know, throw it away and move on. Move on to the next. Right. Treading water, keep right? Going. Keep going. That's what it's yeah, it, Keep going. Yeah, I mean, it's so easy to get let that despair because uh, everybody has bad rings of, uh, of luck, bad runs of luck. Um, you know, I was also in the real estate for a long time. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when you ring up that big sale, there's nothing like it. And, uh, you know, you, uh, you, uh, you earn the, the respect of everybody, all your peers, everybody, you're, uh, you know, you're, you're a big shot for <laughs> for a while. And then you hit that slump again, which in, invariably comes. Right. And, uh, then all of a sudden you're not grabbing that phone with uh, extra extra gusto. You know you don't want to you don't want to make those calls. You don't want to make those uh, those pitches. Um, that shows what you're really made of, then. Right. Absolutely. That's true. That but everybody goes true. through that, don't don't they? Oh yeah, definitely for sure, mm-hmm. definitely because I know I've been through a few of those um, those times. It, was, yes. it, it, it it helps mold you into the person that you are today. Like, what would life be without those? Those down moments, those times where you just don't feel like it or, you know, those times where you're not yourself or, you know, you might be stressed, depressed, might be going through anxiety issues or whatever your situation may be. If those things never existed, you you wouldn't really have to work hard. You wouldn't have to work hard. Exactly. That's what I think is so valuable about um, I mean, articles are nice, but to really in in depth reading on uh, uh, biographies, you know, um, you know, like whether it's like Andrew Carnegie as a, like a street kid orphan, you know, um, right. or you know Steve Jobs in his garage, for God's sakes, uh, uh, you know, uh, Charlie Rebson, uh, also like in a you know started founding Revlon, also in a garage up in the Bronx, you know, just mixing chemicals, uh, uh, you know, just uh, uh, the struggle. Um, you know, it's good to lionize uh, uh, certain people, but not too much. You know, you, you got to realize they're human beings. Uh, you know, they uh, they all. Uh, we all have those moments where you just uh, you wonder what the heck am I doing here? And am I wait you know mm-hmm. am I wasting my time? Is this a bad idea? Sure. Very uh, very important I think to uh, to humanize the people who you want to emulate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, we are all human at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We are all human. So this is a question that I had just implemented um, some episodes back, and I really liked it. So mm-hmm. if you could give your younger self a piece of advice, what would you tell little Mikey? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, uh, t- uh, first I would parrot my, uh, my, my, uh, my, uh, my uh, depression-era relatives, and I'd immediately say, Michael, stand up straight. Put your shoulders back. What's the matter with you? <laughs> and then... And- Oh my god! Every time, every every holiday, that's that's the first thing you hear right after hello. <laughs> oh my gosh! But um, uh, in a word, I would say focus. Find your mm. focus. You know, I I consider myself a, a you know fairly well rounded, but uh, I'm I'm not a polymath. I'm a jack of all trades. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, it, it, it's just invaluable uh, uh, to really lock on. I mean, like the arts, for instance, and it's the last thing that you learn in school regarding those. But, you know, the smart people, uh, the ones who get, who get the edge are the ones mm-hmm. that say, hey, this is an art form, but this is first and foremost a business uh, right. and treat it as a business. And, uh, you know, uh, frankly, I was uh, slow on the uptick, uh, on the uptick of that. Um, really, uh, I mean, here I am now uh, more on the producer end and, and you know, really uh, digging into that. But uh, to, to learn it uh, X number of years sooner would have been really, uh, re- really advantageous. Uh, so, yeah, in a word, I would say folks. 
and don't be sensitive yeah. to uh, um, you know to criticism. To uh, embrace yeah. criticism and find uh, get over your insecurities as soon as you can. You know, selectively seek criticism. You obviously don't want people who are uh, not looking out for your best interests. You know, they criticize right. to make you, make you better. Big difference than people who just want to cut you down and feel better about themselves. You know. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those people out there. So whether little Mikey would listen to me or not, I'm not sure. But uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> he he was stubborn. Oh my, you know? <laughs> oh my goodness. So great great, great question, by the way. I love that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I think it's a really good one. Like yeah, you know, fun. some people have to kind of like think about it for a second. Can I? Like, hmm, I don't know. But I've gotten some good answers on that one. Mm-hmm. My my version of that is always I ask myself, uh, uh you know, uh, would I go back in time to do it all over again? And I, my conclusion mm. is always, if I could take some of the wisdom with me, then yes. But otherwise, right. no. Right. <laughs> right. 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 That's the truth. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. I made a statement like that on um Facebook some months ago, and somebody was like, "Well, yeah, I will go back." And I'm like, "Well, you can't take nothing that you learned in your older years back with you." And they were like. Oh, uh, well, maybe not. Maybe I won't go back. So, yeah, mm-hmm. no, you have to go back and, and, and be in that immature mindset that you were when you were younger. Can't take all the good knowledge, you know, now back with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody everybody likes to assume that it, you're going to go up in, in, in the world the second time around. But, uh, you know, it may not work that way. Exactly. Exactly. And things may not even pan out the same way. Mm-hmm. People don't even realize that piece neither. Like, you learn the things that you know now because of lessons and experiences. If you go back, you can't take back all that good stuff with you because then you'll be smarter. So then you'll mm-hmm. be dumber again <laughs> and do it all over. <laughs> you know, do it all over. Yeah, the time travel has too many pitfalls for me, so uh, <laughs> I'll write it out as is. <laughs> right. <laughs> So what is one resource that you use, let's say, every single day in your personal life or in your business that you cannot live without? Oh, boy. Uh, I'm not sure that I have one. I mean, it really is just as simple as uh, uh, just a, well, I guess my, my number one uh, resource would be would be Cindy. Yeah, okay. she is, you know, just a, 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 my partner and my colleague and uh, my, my friend and, uh, um, you know, just any idea uh, gets bounced off of her first. Um, right. We don't always agree, and you know, once in a while, uh, you know, there's uh, <laughs> might be a little testiness involved. But uh, you know, I know I am 100% getting her uh, uh, her object opinion. So uh, yeah, she'd be my she'd be my vote. Yeah, Cindy, do that job, Cindy. You're doing amazing, mm-hmm. Cindy. <laughs> and, and there is a person, uh, uh, first and foremost, who never says no to something out of fear. So I, I do like that very, very much. Yeah, she's not scared to step out, do what she needs to do. And if it doesn't work, that's okay. You know, people mm-hmm. panic when things don't work out. But that's all right. We're either going to try it again with a different technique or we're going to wait and we're going to do something else. It's just that simple. Mm-hmm. You know, it exactly. took me a long time to understand that because I'm the only child. So I'm used to like when things go my way, it's supposed to go my way. But when things didn't go my way, ooh, I had a tantrum. But as I got older, I understood like, what am I tripping for? You know what I mean? I'm going to just approach it a different way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. As uh, uh, Shakespeare said, the readiness is all. And, uh, you know, something doesn't quite turn out. But you know what? We were ready. We were 100 percent right. ready to embrace success and to make this happen. And uh, doesn't pan out. That's OK. But that's a heck of a lot better than saying I blew this wonderful opportunity because uh, mm-hmm. I, I blew it. I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared. I didn't think it through. 
So the other, uh, the, the first way I, I can live with that. The other way, no. That's when you look in the mirror and you say, "Nice going, dummy." <laughs> right, right. Because huh. you know the, you the great opportunities aren't 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 you know the great opportunities aren't aren't uh, they don't land in your lap. They come. Uh, oh no, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. So, so to just uh, you know just to to throw them away like that is just um, you know it, it's pointless. Um, so um, yeah, got to suffer a little bit and uh, and earn it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Nothing happens overnight and nothing, like you said, it's definitely not going to fall into your lap. Like, oh, it's here. Mm-hmm. And this is how it's going to work. No, it doesn't work that way, especially when you're an entrepreneur. It definitely doesn't work that way. Exactly. So what are some upcoming events or projects that you can at least tell our listeners about? You know, we like secrets, too, you know. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> well, the big one, of course, is the Art is Alive magazine. Uh, that is going to be launching... Um, uh, right after um, right after uh, Black Friday, let's call it uh, okay. Sunny Wednesday, I believe, is our official uh, launch date. Uh, uh, that is uh, all kinds of, you know, pursuits, um, you know, we've got uh, painters, magicians, actors, writers, we've got a, um, a best-selling uh, um, um, a children's author in the first edition. Uh, anything you can shake a stick at. And it is a really, really good balance of uh, not to, you know, there's some names in it, but there's a lot of people out there are a lot of people out there in the world who don't quite get the recognition you know more your in your indie crowd and uh right. the magazine really is geared more towards them the people that we should all know about and uh mm. need maybe uh, need a, a little exposure and, and richly deserve it you know i i was this is a side note you know i i am always constantly blown away by the talent out there and I think being involved in, in so many different business or, or artistic pursuits, uh, I just am very, very, very blessed to be exposed to all this. Uh, something as simple as uh, I was placing an order for, for the shirt line. And I went mm-hmm. to the printer the first time just to see his workshop and see how he did things and, uh, you know, just to check it out. And all, uh, all over the place are stacks of other people's work. And, uh you know, I was just uh, blown away in this uh, one little workshop of uh, how much talent. Uh, I wanted to buy, like, uh, maybe 15 shirts uh, from varied, varied other people right out of the gate. Uh, uh, there's so much beautiful talent and, and, and artistry out there and imagination. Wow. And, you know, no matter where you go, it's everywhere. And something like, like this magazine, I think, will help uh, put, more, uh, put a spotlight on some of, these, um, some of these very deserving people who are out there creating beautiful, beautiful things. That's great. That's absolutely great. I can't wait for that to um, make its grand entrance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do hope. Uh, do hope you give us a read. Also, uh, well, we've got uh, first coming up is uh, Bedford Falls is going to be probably in April. Um, so we are okay. currently taking taking submissions for the next uh, wave of uh, both new and old uh, films, videos, commercials, you name it. Just anything that you know gives honor to the medium. Um. We are also doing a, a lot of uh, uh, events, um, a lot of events for the shirt line. Um, we're doing uh, um, uh, we're, we're doing some uh, events with the various charities, um, the National mm-hmm. Pediatric Cancer Fund. Definitely want to give them a, a shout out. Uh, Three Wishes okay. for Her, uh, which is a lovely charity catering to the mothers of sick children. Uh, there's an L.A. film camp that serves, um, the name escapes me right now, but they, uh, um, I, I'm, we're going to be meeting with them sh- uh, soon. Uh, they bring uh, uh, underprivileged youth, you know, to camp. 
um, the stretch of time and, uh, just let them embrace nature and creativity. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to be there, uh, Cindy and I are going to go and, uh, teach classes and, uh, you know, awesome. workshops. Hogs for Heroes is, is another, be- uh, and the great one that's, uh, uh, from the biker community. You know, they mm-hmm. are very, I don't know if most people realize, but they are their their organizations are are very very big on charity, um, and if they feel oh, yeah, strongly about much, your yeah. charity, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's uh, uh, a veterans uh, charity. Okay. Uh, and um, lastly, because uh, uh, I'm going on a bit, but uh, uh, the arena, uh, mm-hmm. a Cinelodge in um, in Los Angeles, uh, we we're just getting in touch with them about uh, uh, doing events and screenings and whatnot. Uh, they are a um, Real, real bona fide uh, indie uh, uh, cinema, where there's less and less of those nowadays, it seems. Uh, but uh, one of those places where you could see a, a fantastic up and coming film, where you'll meet the you'll meet the talent behind it, the filmmakers, and, and you know get up close and personal and uh, um, get a, get a sense of what they're all about. That is awesome. That's awesome. Oh. Oh, and the last thing is, uh, uh, this is like, uh, uh, one more, one more, and then I'll, 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 uh, I'll uh, put a sock in it. But, uh, this is a fun one. Or we're going to be taking, um, through Cindy, uh, Cindy's, uh, 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 radio show, uh, since Chat mm-hmm. Corner, we're, we're going to be taking, uh, uh, a, um, a documentary interview series on the road, uh, with something called Saddlebag Stories. Um, Mm-hmm. T- tailored to the biker community, we're going to be hitting, you know, across the country, uh, just interviewing, getting to know all those people thrown all over the country, and just uh, uh, we're going to make it part of the magazine and everything, and just uh, really just show a nice, nice flavor, uh, a variety of flavors, just parts of America and all kinds of people just living their lives and, uh, you know, passion for the road and for, for biking and uh, it's very much Americana. Oh, that's going to be amazing too. Hey, I need to keep up. Yeah. Just email Cindy and say, listen, I just need a whole itinerary for the next six months. <laughs> well, I, I uh, the final qu- uh, answer to, uh, to your final question would be, when the heck are we going to do all this? I'm not sure, but uh, we'll, oh we're working God. on it. <laughs> right. As long as it's in progress, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's on the list, as I like to say. Yeah. Yep. It's on the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So how can um, our listeners find you on social media or a website that they can go to? Okay, well, the shirt line is at mgfrocks.com. And also my, my personal website is Michael Gentile, G-E-N-T-I-L-E dot net. And that one there has all my links up there on the banner. Yeah. Uh, awesome. it would be a great way to get in touch and uh, who knows maybe we'll uh, collaborate and uh, yeah. you know, you, the, the next collaboration is just a click away right right absolutely absolutely so before we go can you give our listeners one tip in regards to bossing up not just in business but in life mm-hmm. uh, off the top of my head I would say uh, uh, beware of the sin of pride you know it's just, uh, there's a sin and uh i just know uh, i know too many people related uh, and otherwise who just let that get in the way of embracing other people uh embracing yes criticism but just uh you know showing weakness you know you have to be careful with that you can't uh, mm-hmm. you can't lower your guard to the world because they will beat you down but you have to open up and uh um not take yourself too seriously uh, um, slip on that banana peel and just laugh with everybody else and, uh, you know, take your hits, uh, enjoy the ride and, and get up. That to me is a big one. That's a good one. Yeah. 
take your hits and enjoy the ride. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, you just, you know, sometimes, you know, we get upset because we're human. We get upset when, of course, like when things don't go our way or things happen in negative perspectives and stuff like that. But it's okay. Just embrace it. Embrace that bad thing. Like I say, consider it a lesson and, and the experience so you know not to cross that road again, you know? And then mm-hmm. you move on to other things in life. And, and that's how you just embrace everything. The ups, the downs, the rights, the wrongs, you know, the positives and the negatives. Yeah. And it's not easy because there's a lot of people out there who really enjoy the spectacle of watching you slip and fall. And uh, that's the other big trick, I think, is just, uh, you know, cutting those people out of your life as much as is realistic, you know? Uh, yeah. No good comes out of that hard, usually. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Let's not even talk about those people. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> There's a list, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and it grows each and every time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, I thank you so much, Mike, for being on the podcast today. See, it has been a real pleasure. You're a terrific lady, and it, it's just been really nice talking, getting to know you a little bit, and uh, um, uh, speaking my piece. Thank you for the time. I appreciate it. You are so welcome. I hope everyone was, you know, writing down the gems that you were dropping, you know, ways they can contact you, and how they keep up with all these fantastic um, things that you're doing. But with that being said, I hope everyone has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Mm. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.